Broads, this episode is sponsored by StoryWorth, the company that helps you keep your loved one's memories alive for generations to come. So if you're looking for the perfect way to make sure those family stories, legends, and memories are preserved for forever, you've got to check out StoryWorth. You know we love them. We've gotten them for our family members. Highly recommend. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a single question, and they get to choose from their collection of questions like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? What's the farthest you've ever traveled? Stuff like that. All they have to do is respond to the email with a story. After a year, StoryWorth compiles all the answers and creates a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that can be passed on and shared with friends and family for years. I'm telling you, Broads, this is the most special gift, especially for parents and grandparents. Oh my gosh. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash chatty today. Save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash chatty. You'll save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Crispy. Well, it's a bit of a farce, wouldn't you say? It is, but indeed. it's okay. So if you're not watching YouTube, we fooled you for a second there that you thought that we were drinking cold, chilly beers. But in fact, that was a LaCroix because we don't have beers right now. <laughs> and if you are watching YouTube, Evan's recording at our normal spot and I'm recording from the Arctic. Yes, he's in a full blankie pie because he's a little chilly boy. I am a chilly boy. I have this little vest on, but it's a vest. My arms are cold. His armsies are cold. It's, it's so much colder where you live. But don't worry. We have wine. We have wine. Which is, which is really, truly, I think, for the final pod, it's kind of a, you know, I feel like it's like a mature thing. It's more of a toasting beverage. It's where we're growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are toasting to new endeavors and new lives. And I want to take this opportunity. Well, Evan and I would like to take this opportunity to toast. Toast. Our audience, which mm. some of you may be surprised, some of you may not be surprised to find out is actually larger than what I thought it was, which I thought we would be addressing all of America mm. tonight um, as we present our final episode mm. to our lovely and supportive audience. Thank you for all of the riches you have bestowed upon us. Um, but it's actually larger than America, which would actually explain how Evan and I became so incredibly wealthy. Evan, do you want to elaborate <laughs> no, like, on just the extent of our audience? Well, for me, yeah, like I want to get into, you know, for me, it's more about fame mm-hmm. and power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because oh, what, an, yeah, yeah, because what this has allowed me to do is just to really do whatever I want in the world and well, have ultimate power because. Uh, we're so famous. Who cares if you have money if you're not famous and have power? That's, that's the thing. It's like money or fame, you know? Because famous people, rules don't apply to famous people. No, it's very true, right? Like you could be super rich and you cruise up to a restaurant and say like a reservation and they're like, sorry, sir, we're full. But if you mm-hmm. say, uh, you see that movie poster right there? Like or, or actually, that you see that podcast poster right there? The bros? That's me. And they're like, sir, we have a table ready for you. Or if you get like pulled over for breaking the law they are going to want your autograph and they're going to want to like treat you nice there and stuff and take pictures and selfies and shit. They're not going to want to arrest you. Exactly. They're going to give you a verbal warning. If you're just some, 
if you're just some nobody rich guy, then they're going to they slap you even harder. They're going to be like, well, you can afford a few extra tickets that's and I'm under my true. quota. So I'm just going to give a couple more citations Interesting. here. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, you just don't have to wait for anything and people mm-hmm. give you stuff. Yes. And people want to be around when you. When you're famous and rich, you don't pay for anything But anymore. let's say you're not even rich. Like, let's say like, you're famous, famous, but you're kind of rich, but you're not like crazy rich. Like, you know what? Here's a good example. Like Pete Davidson. Okay. Right? Yeah. He's was on SNL and I heard they don't like pay a lot. And then he's like probably done modeling and stuff. He's probably wealthy, but he's not rich like a lot of people that are as that are as famous as him. He's mm-hmm. like an A-list celebrity that's probably one of the least rich A-list celebrities. But his life is obviously very dope. And the fact he probably doesn't wait for anything, gets free stuff all the time. Well, and his girlfriends all just take care of him because he somehow finds the most insane girlfriends. And he, well, he dates like famous moguls too. Yeah. It's like, not even just like the best looking or like it's not even just well, like... you know it's not because he dated Ariana Grande and then Hillary Clinton. Right. <laughs> he dated Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but yes, fame is one of those things where you're like, you know, me and you kind of... I'm in the music world, but you grew up in Hollywood and mm-hmm. you grew up seeing all these things and it's like you see there's a difference there. So for us, what, the long story short is that we are super famous. Yeah. And, you know, we just wanted to thank the fans for making us so famous. We always knew, but Evan and I peeked behind the curtain into just where our audience, basically just to get an understanding of the web, the tent, how far do our tentacles reach? And we're satisfied. I am humbly satisfied to say that we are global. We are global. And that's the thing is we never really looked that hard at like where the listenership was. So we have obviously the United States. We have Canada. So yeah, we have all of North America plus Canada. Plus, <laughs> plus Canada. But then we start getting into... Uh, so now, now we start really getting the, the broad reach. Mm-hmm. You like that? You I like do what I like did? that. I do. That was pretty good. Um, Hong Kong. Okay. That pleases me. It's kind of amazing. It is. Okay, broads, before we dive into this final bros episode, listen, wintertime, it means time to get cozy with the sponsor of today's episode, Me Undies. Broads, I cannot stress enough how serious I am when I say Me Undies makes the softest underwear and loungewear on the planet. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, and they've got pretty much every color and pattern you could possibly want. There is something for everyone at MeUndies, from boxers to cushy socks to rompers. They even make hoodies for your dog. Yes, your dog. And MeUndies has a great offer for all of our lovely Chatty Broads listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. So go ahead and get cozy with MeUndies. You will not regret it. And your whole family can be matchy-matchy, even your dog. To get 20% off your first order, you'll get free shipping also and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Chatty. MeUndies.com slash Chatty. That's MeUndies.com slash Chatty. So then we have U- UK after that. Mm-hmm. And then we have Australia. This all makes sense. South Africa, Mexico, Germany, Indonesia, Trinidad, and Tobago. So we're literally everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, like once we start, we, we're literally everywhere. But it's more like those at the top. Because then we Singapore, Sweden, Denmark, Belgium, New Zealand, Japan, Spain, Netherlands, Italy, France. This is Vatican City. <laughs> See, even See, the that's Pope, pretty cool. Even the fucking that Pope means that, <laughs> I love the idea that there is some there is some people in Vatican City. 
listening to us. We, That's fascinating. We I thought are, Vatican City was just a ch- basically like one big church. Is there like people who just live in Vatican yes, City that aren't yes, like a part Vatican of Vatican City is its own. I've been to Vatican City, but I always thought it was just more of like a grouping of churches. Well, I have too. I mean, like I keep well, up. I've been there three me times. And the, me and the Pope keep I've been there up. six times. I haven't had tea with him in a while, but he's clearly <laughs> a, he's clearly an avid listener. Um to pop up. I mean, that's pretty high ranking in terms of like how many you have to think that we only got to about the top 20. So there's more than 20 places in the world. So there's a high listenership coming out of Vatican city. Yeah. Because they want to hear what me and Evan have to say. What can we say? We're not doing great in, um, Sylvania. See, part we're of the not, reason... No, we're in Romania and Slovenia, not doing awesome. Well, there's vampires in Romania, so I have little interest in Transylvania. Transylvania? <laughs> right. Isn't that where, uh, like... That's where yeah, Dracula's from. Dracula's from, yes. Uh, although, I would have loved to have been doing better in Romania and Slovenia. It's just not our target. You know, you know it's just... We're, we try... But that is disappointing. You can't be you can't be big everywhere. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta just be okay with what well, you know. With no, and that is part of part of what Evan and I had to make a life decision on to end the podcast was because our audience is so big. Evan and I can't go anywhere. That's the that's a part it's of the problem. It's really difficult to leave like my house or where we record because we just get like. The Beatles look like some the 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 crowds that swarm us look like the Beatles are opening for us. That's the thing. Like they look, you know, like their crowds. No, and I wouldn't say that these are like actual crowds. I say I would say it's more like metaphorical crowds or mental crowds. We well, it's tough to think this is the case, but you know, it is tough to identify where the crowd begins and ends because sometimes it's an entire metropolis that is flocking towards us. So you think it's just morning traffic, but it's everyone actually stopping their cars to lean over and look at what we are doing in our car. And that's our mindset is that LA traffic in the morning is just our fan base. These are big facts with all caps. <laughs> this is just as much of a fact as the as the fact that itching is low level pain. That's exactly the case. It's it's all your mindset not facts really. No. It's just what you want it to be. Your this is well, here's the thing is as a world shaper, as a um that means I shape my world. Uh, you um, don't shape the world, you shape your world. I shape my world. Big difference. Um, what's the thing where, oh, as a, as a, as a world-shaping manifester, this yeah. is the reality that I have created. Mm. Manifest. And this is getting very A um, world-shaping LA. manifest. Yeah. Well, you know, this is getting very LA. That is where, you know. Speaking of LA, didn't you LA go? LA, baby. LA, baby. Didn't you go to Elton John concert? I did. How was that? It was amazing. Um are you it a was, big Elton guy? I am a fan of Elton John, yes. And Becca's a huge fan of Elton John. Wow, I didn't know that. Um I went with we went with my mom and dad. Um it's not really a surprise to me that Elton John chose LA as the last city to perform his last concert ever, just to make sure. It's his I, last concert ever? Last concert ever, and he really wanted me to be in the audience. That's why he did it here because he didn't why want he, you having to fly. It's the main reason he did it here. And he did it at Dodger Stadium, which he knows is my favorite baseball team. Right. Wow. So that's, I mean, that's so nice of him. He's I knighted. feel seen by Elton, what, uh, which is important because I f- see. What are your thoughts? Because I feel like the Elton John concert is very different energy. It's like an old, that's an older demo. It was highly different than the concerts I'm used to. Um, uh, can I correct you on that? Yeah. Your, what's your favorite band? Uh, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, and would you say that's a young crowd? It surprisingly is. 
maybe there is a young element to Look, it but let's be real like that is bands from the 60s is, okay at a grateful dead show no one is sitting down at the elton john show the entire stadium is sitting down it was a sit-down concert but that's it was only per- because they're high it was a performance they're only but that's because at the at the concert they're high maybe everyone should have been as high as i was because i really enjoyed it that's actually pretty cool no i'm talking about at the grateful dead shows oh yeah everyone's lost in the woods roaming they're doing their thing <laughs> they're doing their thing but no, I had an excellent time. I will say, you know, I enjoyed um, Dodger Stadium has excellent snacks. So Becca and I um, headed straight to the snack bar closest to our seats. And yeah. then we just sat down for the whole concert and just pigged out. Just chilled. It was awesome. I mean, like it was really nice because we were both, everyone was feeling kind of beat. We all just kind of like sat down and pitched back. And it was just a watched. chill vibe. Dude, he's like, I, he sounds, he's like in his mid seventies. Yeah, he sounds amazing. And he sounds exactly the same as like a studio track of him from like 40 years ago. Crazy. It's kind of wild. I mean, Elton John is like, he's, ro- he's literally royalty. Yes, Which he is, is crazy to think. Yeah. I wish we could get knighted. I would appreciate that. Because why don't the, I mean, listen, our, our, our fourth or fifth demo here, our fourth or fifth demographic is UK. I mean, I feel like that's enough. Centrally located over Beckingham Palace. So, I mean, look, here's the thing is I know that the queen was an avid listener. There's no question about that. RIP. Now, there was no way for us to know that and she never reached out. But, I mean, I just knew that she'd like our stuff. There's no way that anyone could speak against it at this point. Your word versus ours. So, I'm going to go with that was the case. That was the case. Because we're shaping our own reality. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, did your sweet baby boy bust his arm thankfully no my sweet baby boy is okay but baby boy had dislocated his elbow and it's happened in the past but we were not able to reset his elbow this time and we even took him to urgent care yeah like a pediatric urgent care where they had assured us his elbow was reset and to just like give him like 15 20 minutes like sometimes it can take a little bit normally when you fix it it's like instantaneous relief he did not sleep very well last night at all he was in pain and then we woke up and had to take him to the emergency room and by we i mean becca my personal assistant took him to the emergency room (laughs) and you stay back you're like listen i'm gonna stay back with ruth just like make sure everything's good here i'm supposed to go rock climbing today oh i'm supposed to work out i'm supposed to go surfing in like two hours so could you take care of this um and then I was just going to watch cartoons with my friends. So I need, I don't want to cancel on them. Um, so priority. yeah, she took him to the emergency room at like 845 and she told me at 2, she had still yet to see a doctor. 2 a.m.? 2 p.m. Oh, 845 a.m. Yeah. Got it. And she hadn't seen anybody yet. I was like, bro. It's brutal. That's so gnarly. But apparently Frank was a champ. He, yeah. They brought him out a bunch of toys, a bunch of Play-Doh and he was just as, you know, Play-Doh makes Frank extremely happy isn't it crazy how did you have any crazy like injuries as a kid like or just even how your parents responded to injuries i mean i know we're all different but like my i remember distinctly being five years old at at our old house when i was a kid there were these brick steps it was like a 50s house brick steps up to the front i slipped and fell and hit my face on the brick step i split my lip straight up just like up to my nose almost gushing blood everywhere my grandpa was inside and he's like let me see that thing put a towel on it 
and I just held my lip together <sighs> and just put it together. And like, <laughs> like now, if that happened, it would have been like emergent. Like I would have called 14 emergency vehicles to pick Ember up. My parents and grandpa were just like, I mean, are you are you going to die? No, you're good. Okay, cool. Let's just wrap it up. We're good to go. It's just funny how did like you go and to that the was, doctor. Did no, you get stitches? No, just just that was it. <sighs> and it's just so funny to think like how different it is now. Like, <laughs> like it was just back then. I was just like, well, oh, oh cos- cosmetic. Oh, that's no problem. Like it's just your lip. Grow your mustache out and you get for over the rest it. of your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, did gosh. you have any like? I had. I've, my head traumas, I was always uncon. I got knocked unconscious for those. Like I, I um, cracked my head open really bad when I was like 10, I want to say. I was on a swim team and we were playing in the showers afterwards and I like slipped, slipped and just went like cr- like sliding across the shower floor and oh just my smacked my head into one of the like, you know, hot or cold things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just metal. Oh, so just, you were sliding for fun. We were running and like sliding across the oh floor and I just hit, I went off course and just, you know, full sprint sliding on tile, just smacked into a, a nozzle. And apparently I have completely blacked out on impact. I just woke up and... Oh my God. You um, knocked yourself out. Yeah. Like and I clean. came too and like my whole vision was red. I was like really, and they were like, everyone was like freaking out because we were in the shower. So the water was mixing with blood. So like my, oh my whole God. body, I was like <laughs> out of a horror movie. Wait, like, how long was this shower? Blood. That you could the showers? run in They're it. locker room showers. You remember like the oh, old it was a locker ones room. where you had like oh, okay. 15 showers I thought, it, in there? I thought you were talking about your house. I was like, no, wait, no, 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 no. This was when it's I was like on a runway? Was on a sw- yeah. Got a swim, swim team. team. Um, yeah, that one was that. Ugh. By the time I was like, aware of what was going on everything was like taken care of yeah the one that i really remember was when i broke my arm i had like um broke this bone off of this bone and it wasn't compound so it wasn't busting through the skin but when i bent my arm the bone would just like pop in and out of place and i remember just going to my mom being like mom and she looked out of the window and i just went bop bop and she was like oh my yeah right right flipped out i was like what are you gonna do like call an ambulance she's like no like they're gonna take too long like get in the car Go. and i remember just thinking like wow ambulances are such bullshit like <laughs> such why bullshit. would you wait for the ambulance when well, you just drive yourself to the hospital i think the get ambulance to take you. is probably reserved for people who are are afraid to be moved so i think it, you know I mean, there's look, probably I think some there's a justification valid for it but i was just <laughs> i do like how your justification is i didn't need it Therefore, they're all 12 bullshit. Or, Twelve or thirteen-year-old <laughs> like, me. It's Twelve like, or thirteen-year-old me was like, "What an upcharge! What an absolute upcharge! This is insane!" Twelve or thirteen-year-old me, like, don't you guys, have, guys who's making a dollar on this bullshit? Have your mom take you. <laughs> yeah. like, you're in a wrong with you're in a car accident. Just say, hey, call your mom. Mom, get down here. She'd come. <laughs> She'd come. show up. I can you tell guys, you that. She'd probably show up need... faster than the ambulance too. Guys, if you need emergency medical help, call Grayson's mom. If you're me. <laughs> Only if you're him. If you're not me, so she probably doesn't... won't give two shits about you. <laughs> oh, call the ambulance. Call the ambulance. Um, yeah, it's just it's such a different time with the whole injury thing. Well, it's our just... nanny, so our nanny, Frank busted his lip open recently. Uh, I was thinking about it. That's why I was like breathing so hard when you're telling the story. Oh, yeah. And she just, told, she packed sugar on his lip sugar 
sugar. She said sugar helps stop the um, cauterize. Yeah, it uh, coagulates. Coagulate. She helps stop the bleeding, and it wow. She was like, "Yeah, just wait till like like the bleeding's basically slowed down." Like, I'll just see how he is tomorrow. He has a thin little scar right here, but it'll fade over time, or it'll be like. Girls like scars like that. He'll be like, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I always did want us. my lip up when I was a kid. I always thought it would be cool. Um, do you remember Anakin Skywalker in, in yes. the, when he had the scar right here? Yes. I always thought that was sick. I it was is like, sick. That'd be cool if I or had Or like that. a sword fight where they like block it, but the shield like it cuts in like that, right above what movie here. Is, that's a movie. I feel like God, we've seen. What movie is that and where it's he like gets cuts, his eyes? And then he looks yeah. super cool. He looks extremely cool. Gosh. Battle I remember, scars. Yeah. I remember being a kid and thinking scars were really cool. Like they if are. You could, if you could have like a cool scar. A cool face scar. Yeah. yeah like, then you've like right made here. it. Like, then you've whoa, made it in life. <laughs> right. And now like we're like, oh my God. We're like, have you done your face regimen today? Have you put vitamin E on it like 18 times? Have you done serum? (laughs) And little kid us is just like, dude, just give me, I'll do it to myself. You know what's a funny thing? I don't know what you guys think out there, but like, so in LA, um, like before Instagram, I'm going to say before like Instagram was booming in LA, like face creams and regiments and those things were very popular. But I will say like, I didn't grow up in LA and it was like, I had never heard of someone doing like a face regimen in my life. And then I got here and all of a sudden I'm like meeting who are like, have their creams and they're like doing every day. And there's no question. It makes you look better. It makes you look young. It looks great. But it's funny. Like if I had no idea this was a thing until like kind of recently. I like I friends who were born and raised in LA and it's like, oh yeah, I've been doing face regimens since I was 16. I don't understand what happened to being like that. We used to want like Rugged. men to be like, you know, like they'd look fucking 60 by the time they were like 45. <laughs> from like, it looks cool. like leathery sunburned, like semen skin. You know what I'm talking about? Like a, like a, no, semen skin. not like your oh, little oh, oh, perverted, oh, 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 oh. no, like a fisherman where their skin's like oh, hard. S-E-A. Yeah. Man. Because of all the salt. and then they get all their crow's feet you know and then it's like they get these really defined lines and it's like that's cool yeah knobbed up old hands yeah just just gnarled gnarly like old man (laughs) hands it's just like damn like that's tough like that's until you see like an old dude who looks really young and you're like whoa um i'm really excited about senior discounts now that i'm going to be retired do you know is it age restrictive or is it really like if you've retired early can you apply for a senior discount i've heard rumors Mm -hmm. that it's a 55 and up thing but i do wonder if you could go into denny's and get the grand sam grand slam kind of like thing and just say hey i know i'm not 55 but up here i am i'm not above in my free time since I'll have so much of it because let me remind everyone that we are so insanely wealthy that we're retiring forever from the podcast, (laughs) from our global audience, one of which, you know, is the Pope. Um, We have Vatican dollars, baby. Um, I will be able to hire a professional makeup artist every day to do old people makeup on me. So no one even asks for my senior citizen discount card. so you're going to try to look older. I will be able to go in and that way I will be able to stretch the vast amount of wealth that I have accumulated um, over a longer period of time because I'll qualify for discounts. I'll be spending half as much as anyone um, who's not pretending to be a senior. Do, is there a lot of senior discounts out there that are significant? Well, I'll have all the time to go to matinees. True. Matinees, Denny's. That's serious, dude. Denny's, food is expensive Ooh, right now. Golf. 
golf. Golf dude, has some. Geez. Golf has some great fifty-five and up discounts some here and there. Really good ones. Okay, I like this. I right? like this. This is some out of the box thinking. I think that we should just be doing this regularly, just dressing up as older older gentlemen Look. and seeing if we can snag <sighs> some of those discounts. It's tough because this is the kind of life advice that pres- prescribing the audience, the world that is our audience, the literal Earth. Um, it advice like this is how we just got so big. That's true. It's. Okay, broads, interrupting the bros, I think we can all be a little guilty of spending time with our family and just, you know, hearing those same stories over and over and over and thinking, oh my God, I know I've heard this a million times, but here's the thing. There will be a time when you can't hear those stories in person anymore. And StoryWorth wants to make sure you have those stories forever. And maybe some stories you've never even heard at all preserved for years to come. Well, and I always say, I'm like, oh, I want to write these down. Like, I, I want to record them when some of my family members are telling me stuff. But StoryWorth will do all that for you because you can gift StoryWorth and then that helps the person that you give it to. It helps them docu- document a lifetime of memories and timeless stories. And each week, this is how it works. They get emailed a question. You can pick from their collection. They've got a lot of questions like what's the bravest thing you've ever done? What's the farthest you've ever traveled? And then all the person has to do is reply to the email with their story reply. And then throughout the year, StoryWorth compiles their memories and then turns it into a beautiful hardcover memory book at the end. Also, if you're still searching for that perfect, thoughtful gift for a loved one, it doesn't really get any better than this, honestly. So far, millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because it's the easiest way to make sure your family memories really do last a lifetime. Get started this holiday season, and before you know it, you'll have your own memory book to share with your friends and your family, and it really is so special. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash chatty today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O r-y-w-o-r-t-h dot com slash chatty to save ten dollars on your first purchase storyworth.com slash chatty broads if you have a dog lover in your life and you have not clued them into embark yet get ready to be the holiday hero this year because it is the perfect gift to give anyone who has a furry friend that might be you know a bit of a mystery to them because embark is to put it simply a doggy dna test okay i love like all of these things are amazing gifts for people that already have it all. How fun to give it's someone amazing. the gift of like finding out about their dog's and genetics so and breed. And, okay, so if you're sitting at home wondering why the heck someone would need a doggy DNA test other than brag to your friends that you have the cutest mix of doodle known on the planet. Cute. Well, there's a ton of reasons that it could benefit your pup. Embark is actually an incredible health tool. They screen for more than 215 genetic risks across 350 breeds. That's more breeds tested than any other dog DNA test on the market. And of course, it's a benefit to know what kind of health risks your dog may face. And then you can be proactive in the way that you care for them. So it's not just fun. It's also very practical. Exactly. So we have our little pup, Ashley, who was a rescue. And we tested her through Embark. And we found out genetically she's likely to have some stomach issues. So now we're just like extra careful with the kind of foods. Yes. And now we know because of Embark. And we're extra careful with the kind of foods we give her or don't give her, even when she begs for the table scraps and looks cute as heck. Um, Also, it's just so special to find out more about your little pup. 72% of pup parents are puzzled when it comes to their dog breed. I know with um, 
one of our family members dogs like we were all so sure like oh she's a husky if she's a husky turns out she's like an akita mix and we were like we didn't even know it's fun to find out it's time to end those guessing games this holiday season give the dog lover in your life something they won't expect they get the chance to decode their dog it is the perfect time to shop for an embark dog dna test right now embark has a limited time offer on their breed and health kit and purebred kit for our listeners go to embarkvet.com use promo code chatty you'll save 60 dollars today well, speaking of our audience, we love you guys so much and we're so grateful for you. We are so happy that we had such that we are so happy that the bros were accepted. The only way to properly end the bros is to bring in the audience a part of the podcast. So, we asked you guys just just final questions from the broads themselves. Hard hitting questions. Hard hitting questions ranging because we didn't even i didn't even give a topic i didn't no. say like relationship i just said questions so just as there's no boundary on our audience there's no boundary on the there's no parameters on the questions that they can ask that was beautiful thanks thank you for that you're welcome thank you um <laughs> that was i mean that was poetry uh okay question number one who's the one guest that got away that you wanted to have that you never had Tyler. So for you, it's Toy. Tyler. It had to be Tyler because, I mean, he was such a part of our hearts and minds and souls and impressions and everything. And he didn't even know who we were. <laughs> no, the other. The, um, <laughs> like, it was really <laughs> also though the Tyler, the Tyler incident was yeah. like one of the things like the early things that blew up with the listeners was like a recurring like, just like what are you doing just like these long bits where we're just like just honestly matt, for me matt and tyler being roommates <laughs> so okay so tyler tyler truly is Tyler's our long probably, lost love because we really fought we really fought for his just 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 attention. To, just just for someone just for him to like see us and the maybe broads, throw us mention us just something dude the broads also were like commenting that's on what his i'm page, saying like, the fact that you know, and that kind of bumps me out because I'm I'm feeling a little bit like if he would have addressed it, he would become more likable, more more down to earth. But the fact that he kind of ignored it shows that he takes himself too seriously. I bet he and was, maybe Tyler isn't the Tyler I bet we thought he was. He was intimidated. I mean, look, yeah. like when you have an audience like we have, when you know that the Pope and the Queen are listening, as well as every living president, um that it's just like it's how how do you approach us? You know, I think like I want to yeah. em- I want to empathize with him for like being silent because w- it had to have been very difficult for him to grapple with the attention that we were putting on him. Can I add a different angle to it? Yeah, I don't think it was that. Okay, I, I think we're better looking than him. Mm. And when and when most of your brand has a lot to do with how good looking you are, you don't want to be next to someone who makes you look it's not like so good. We out alpha him. We outlooked him. It's effortless. And so when you're better looking than someone like him, they they are like, wait a second. Even when we're slovenly. What's my identity here? Even when we're slovenly, which YouTube watchers, I apologize, but I did not get any sleep last night Grace because of my son. barely in frame. My arms <laughs> are literally laying down. My arms are crossed <laughs> over my chest like this. You're like underneath my Arctic. Bl- like uh, a, this is polar bear, actually. You look like you're camping in or like you're climbing <laughs> deep in somewhere. This is one of Evan's many polar bear fleeces. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> Wells, Tyler, Aaron. Kill Wells. Okay. Um. Oh, gosh. Maybe oh, I would uh, fuck Aaron and marry Tyler. Fuck Aaron. Marry Tyler. Marry Tyler. Okay. You put a ring Mary on Tyler. Tyler Moore. Got it. Let's um, be real. You put a ring on Tyler. Okay. Who's yours? Mary Wells. No, no. Yeah, Mary Wells. Because he he's, seems like he has a great relationship. Down-to-earth guy. Steady job with the Bachelor. Bachelor uh, franchise. Fuck Aaron. Because mm-hmm. it's wild. You know, it's... it's, it's, it's he, he'll meet be. you on the jungle path. He will, you know, fight you. And you'll have a wild, passionate love affair. Uh-huh. And then at the last minute, he'll go like, honestly, just like really nice meeting you. Okay. And then kill Tyler because he ignored me. And he didn't meet us where I needed him to meet That's us. That's why I want to marry Tyler because I want most what I can't have. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also kill Tyler because I can't have another competitive hot guy. Like, I, you know what fair, I mean? It's like fair. the reason why he doesn't like us is the same reason why I'm kind of turning on him is just because like we can't have other people that are as good looking no, as us. No, we can't. So We just can't. Like Just like the Jet Li movie one, there can only be one. Exactly. That's gonna. Work. That's funny you said that because that's what I was thinking the whole time. That that movie. Um, okay. <laughs> that movie's so tight. Um, kind of a deeper one here. Okay. What did you learn from working together? Ooh. I think I slightly improved my listening i do think i learned i can't even see (laughs) he can't even see his face he's like buried in this blanket from my angle i literally see just his eyes above the blanket well you just need to listen you don't need to look (laughs) that's actually very true um and you know i think like a big one was um well evan and i were talking about it um on the way actually in the living room before we were recording we were talking about like areas of toxic masculinity and i just like i think the biggest thing was like this sort of dialogue with the broads of um encouraging us to go to those places and like figure out some of that self-exploration stuff that's like you know i learned i i am still learning but from where i started i definitely learned much better ways to deal with emotional stress and life stress and relationship stuff. Mm. Is that a good answer? I think it's. Let me let me check. What did you learn? Well, let me check if that's a good answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Cool. Yeah. Um, I remembered everything that the uh, publicist said. To did say. you? Yeah. Did you write down the? Well, let's cut this. Yeah, I got did, her. Email. Let's cut this out. Did you? Did you get the email about kind of what I said? You should respond to that. Yeah, right? I glanced at it. You do. Okay. Yeah, I I handled it. Okay. Okay, back in. Um, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> dude, there was this podcast I was listening to the other day and they said they wrote jokes that they would say on the podcast for when a guest might say stuff. And I thought that was what wild. The fuck? I mean, I get it, right? It's like somewhat of a TV show, but I did think that was pretty wild. And the guest was like, wait a second. So you're telling me that like I came on here and like you would, 
they would write scenarios for you that like if i bring this up you have this joke lined up and he's like yeah i was like whoa that's spooky that's wild um okay what did i learn during the podcast you asked um is i learned i think i learned to control things less because it like allowing our dynamic and conversations mm-hmm. to go to places that were like unique or different or wasn't maybe my first instinct you know what i'm saying why yes. are you laughing because i feel like you're I, it just feels like i am the guilty party of taking the conversation somewhere <clears throat> what but, i'm saying is it created it made for such a great dynamic mm-hmm. and it made for such a great like so many funny moments between us that like we have like you know what I'm saying? It's like we have to allow ourselves to go to these like weird brain areas. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we would just start dying laughing. And I think that's such a life lesson to be like, allow things to go where they're going to go sometimes. And then like, you're going to find, you're going to, you're going to be surprised by how much fun you can have. I love that. That was, that was kind of something that I learned. Um, by the way, in addition to all the things you brought up too, like I, I agree and I feel the exact same Piggybacking, way. Piggybacking, building but, off but of what not you to said. Just, but to not just agree with what you're saying. I um, love that phrase, building off of what you said. Yeah, that, that's a good meet. Like you're in a meeting and you don't know what to say, but you're also trying to act because the, the boss liked what yeah. they said. So you're like, I'm going to go ahead and another way to say this I'm is gonna I'm going to go ahead and echo that. Gray here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think we need to start doing that. <laughs> like, oh, I would have to great. agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... You know, when you do this every single week, there is a level of like, you know, you try to come up with new things. You try to come up with conversations and then sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But I think allowing yourself just to be free in the dynamic has just been really fun. And it's created a lot of fun memories and moments between the two of us, like allowing each other to meeting each other wherever we were at. We have a lifelong friendship. Absolutely absolutely i mean think about how much time we spend just talking it's awesome i know it's actually kind of crazy like when was the last time you met with someone every week for one hour and talked for an hour and a half dude we talked for like two hours because we, we don't stop <laughs> we, we we start the moment we walk in the house and we don't stop once the show ends we just end the show and then keep talking yeah no tv no game no no other thing no we're distraction. at no other people just one to one hanging out okay side question how often do you in the middle of the podcast kind of forget it's a podcast all the time yeah do you ever have those moments where we're like we're like going fast and then all of a sudden boom i'm like oh shit we're like (laughs) no so real truth is i've never actually looked at any of the numbers from the show i have no idea how many people actually listen or anything like that i just pretend like the audience is me and evan right that makes me feel safer than knowing that we're actually in every continent on the planet in every country so would it would it make you feel safer if you knew that a hundred people watched or would it make you feel safer if you knew like a hundred million people watched um i prefer a hundred million if i had to choose if i had to choose because when you have an audience that big it's like you're never really like saying anything that wrong because you have so many people subscribing still (laughs) like if you only have a hundred people then it's like it is like a thing of like maybe only in those hundred people like understand your viewpoint and what you're saying is actually like not right right (laughs) Right. but if you just keep amassing a larger and larger audience then people are picking up what you're putting down like you know that there's some safety in that next question 
Mm-hmm. First impression of each other. If you can think back. Well, I remember, I think we've talked about this. The first time I met you and Jess, Beck and I were not drinking alcohol. Okay. And we were at some fancy bar. For, you mean you guys like you guys were not drinking uh, intentionally, or you just yeah. you just weren't? Oh, we, were, we were doing a challenge oh. with each other. <laughs> Your idea? No. <laughs> and um, we were at the bar for like someone's birthday party, one of your friends' birthday parties. And I met you guys, and I thought my my friend. Yeah, one oh. of your friends. Um, one of your music friends. Mm-mm. And I thought you guys were so cool because Beck and I were just like, I mean, you know how I mean, you know how I dress. I'm just like, whatever. Literally anywhere I'm going. I just like don't really care. Right. And Becca was like dressed up a little bit, but you guys were like, I just remember you had this like crazy Beetlejuice striped leather jacket yeah. and you were wearing like a fishnet shirt under it. <laughs> And I was just like, and you had like some dangly earring. You were like, it was just wild to me where I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And Jess was now like, I'm wearing all, an old hat. Jess was all done up. You guys were both like in the like. <laughs> By the way, your knee is taking up the whole. Oh, like, sorry. We go. You guys were just all done up. And I remember just being like intimidated and being like, wow, like those guys are really cool. Whoa. And then I remember when, when Becca was like, oh, like remember that girl, Jess? I was like, yes, I remember them. She was like, oh, they want to do a podcast. It was instantly like, well, they're super cool. Like, uh, how are we going to talk to them? <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Look at me now. I'm wearing the same right? shirt I've, I've worn for five days. You, you have, cr- you, honestly, you have kind of corrupted me for real. <laughs> for real, you've actually corrupted me. In what ways? I've become more like you. Like, I, I dress more like you now. It doesn't matter. Well, no, first of all, I love it. Good. But it is funny how I used to like definitely have a lot more crazy outfits back in the day. And like I was wearing a lot more crazy shit. Even Jess roasted me the other day. She goes, hey, um, because we were talking about clothes. And she goes, uh, I, th- I mean, I think you could take a little bit more fashion risks like you used to. <laughs> Rob. Dude, I literally, I could be totally like, we could go to the bodega down the street and I could never shop anywhere else and I'd be totally satisfied. I used to like have the coolest clothes. I used to dress so cool. Um, now you're literally, now you're literally wearing, uh, underwear for your shirt. (laughs) I'm literally wearing long underwear and an old baseball (laughs) cap. Like what happened to me? I'm coming back, baby. You just wait. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when i'm not when i'm not corrupting you on the weekly seriously dude you corrupted me um that's really funny i also know what killed my fashion mm-hmm. covid yeah that was huge I, I i used to dress a lot cooler and i was looking at pictures of myself 2018 19 20 and i was like dude i looked cool and then covid hit and it was just sweat shorts for two and a half years straight. Like, fuck it dude <laughs> why go back it's so stressful to have nice clothes too i always ruin them I literally ruin every single pair of clothes I own. Mm. It stresses me out to buy nice things. Quickly, my first impression of you, specifically Mm -hmm. you, was that you were very fucking chill. Like, just chill. (laughs) You know what I mean? Very chill. Kind of impenetrably not sensitive. Obviously realized later that that's Mm -hmm. not the case. But 
you know what I mean? The vibe you gave off was just like, oh, everything rolls off of his back. He's unaffected by anything. He's just chill guy. Like he's just down to hang talk. Great, great at chatting, but like not stressed ever. And isn't that crazy how we give off things that like, it's like now later talking to you being like, oh yeah, I overanalyze things and I am sensitive or whatever. And it's like, and obviously I've learned that through hours of conversation, but it is funny how my initial thought was just like, oh, this guy's just like, eternally chill like nothing affects this guy oh, i wish <laughs> i so wish um instead just being like yeah. <laughs> okay uh favorite chetty bros bit i'd say the voices just doing impersonations of other people's voices. Like yeah. I loved when we were doing the Bane, the Bane and the Batman voices. Dude, that is the, what I wrote down. Yeah. I even wrote down. I was like, Bane. Bane is so good. I loved the Bane bit. I think what completed the Bane one for me was having Cassidy on. Dude, that was So insane. it was like, it was like we were talking. We did we originally do Bane for Shanae? Or was it Cassidy? I think it was Shanae. It was Cassidy and then Shanae we deemed Ra's al Ghul. Oh. Right. Yeah. So it was having, and that's what kind of made me just appreciate Cassidy was like, I appreciate anyone that can like take a joke and then like accept it as their own she and then loved laughed. It. She loved it. And I like, there was something so cool about talking about someone doing a full blown impression about them and then having them sit in front of you and then talking about and it. And then, yeah. And, and then, then her, her doing be like doing a Bane impression. Yes. Of, yeah. That was pretty fucking special. I'm glad we're on the same page because I felt the exact same way. Um, Oh, random update. Remember that girl we spoke to during the, an advice segment like a yeah. year ago about the separate rooms? Mm-hmm. They're in separate rooms. And she, <laughs> said, and she just said wanted to say thanks. And is it going well? It's going very well, she said. Listen, we're saving lives. We're saving marriages. You know, our mar- relationships. I don't know what, but we're saving people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, I mean, this is God's work. We are doing it. Uh, okay, some random shit here. Guy broke up with me over email and blamed it on my astrology chart. Do I respond? Oh my gosh. The truth is he doesn't deserve a response. Mm. Um, but I think there's such, 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 such an opportunity there <laughs> such. to respond, especially with an email. Um, I mean, you could do a whole essay or you could just do like chill. No sweat. Just know, who are you? Mm. Who is this? Maybe create an automated email response. Out of office. You are out of the office response. <laughs> we'll be back November 30th. 30th. Email address not found. I thought it would be so good, good to respond saying, I'm not what you think I am, but in a way that is so whatever your chart says you would respond. You know what I mean? So like, let's say a Scorpio, you go off on him in the mm-hmm. email and mm-hmm. be like, you don't know anything about, I'm not a Scorpio. I'm not, I'm not, I like nothing like a Scorpio. And then have everything about your response be like the most Scorpio shit you've ever done in your life. So that he in his brain is like, I knew it. But you also get the last laugh. So it's like, it's a comedic thing, you know? It's important. That's, a, that's important. I believe in getting the last laugh. That's if you're petty... And that is an opportunity to Are be you petty. petty in those kinds of situations. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I talked about it a long time ago on it, but the one time I got ghosted, I was extremely petty about it because mm. I couldn't understand it. I was just like, dude, the, re- the reason I got was that I was doing the bare minimum, but it came out of nowhere and she stood me up right. on a date where she knew that I had planned out like a date at a restaurant she really liked had looked up like dessert stuff that was at like a walkable distance so that you hit the restaurant and then we go on like a three block walk, pick up something from like the small bakery and then take, you know, wherever we're going afterwards. Yeah. And she was like, bro, I was like 24. Yeah. And she's held that the bare minimum. I'm like, do you know how bare minimum a 24 year old can get? And I just didn't understand it. I'll show it. you, Bear I'll minimum. fucking show you. So I remember I was like, I was texting her. She wasn't saying anything. And I remember like a week later went by and I just texted like, how can you, how can you live with yourself? <laughs> I got the receipt. Meanwhile, she's like on vacation with a new boyfriend. The best. <laughs> she's like, well, I'm pretty got, good. <laughs> I got a response and then it was just like, all right, cool. Like, there we, there we go. Gotcha. Right. Got to you, you know. Yeah. How can you live with yourself? How can you live with, with yourself? It's so like desperate and young. It's so how? just like, bro, like, what it's are like you another doing? version of how dare I'm you? I'm just like, dude, what do you like? Look, if it I still irks if you, I can I don't tell. It still irks you. This was 10 the years ago. Attitude, the attitude of ignoring people in general irks me. Mm. Because I'm like, if you text me and I don't respond to you, I it like bothers me. Mm. It sits in the back of my head. So I'm like, look, if someone's hitting you up like three, four times, how are you just like completely unfazed by mm. like we all know what the anxiety would be like of that person. And so that's where I'm just like, dude, it's like bullying people. Mm. So I'm just like, bro, like, what the fuck? How can you live with yourself? I do yourself? like that it still irks you. Absolutely. It's a decade later. We sometimes forgive, but we never forget. Never forget. We never, ever forget. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, how... Ooh, this is interesting. How do you start doing what you actually want to do in life if it feels like you're too old? That's a state of mind, dude. Oh, interesting. That's, that's an interesting take. You just on said it. it just feels like you're too old. You're just making <clears> excuses. <throat> Buck up. Get out there. Oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. I shattered the wine. My... Is it broken? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Let me just say something. This would not be a chatty bros episode. If it wasn't for, first of all, Grayston spilling something, okay? Usually, I would say every other episode, Grayston spills a beer on the couch. Many of you guys, if you've all listened to our episodes, there are many episodes where Grayston puts, and this is a wild move, but Grayston puts his beer on the couch itself, which is a soft couch surface. And then, it, and then every single time he does it, it spills, right? You have That's your, com- you literally, hold on, hold you on, have on. your computer on <laughs> hold it. Hold on. Hold on a second. You don't want your computer to spill, but you computers trust the couch. Computers don't spill. That's yes, a horrific do. example. Okay. So check this out. So we have, it, we know, of all the podcasts we've recorded, there's been at least 15 to 20 spills where he like puts, he puts, I mean, imagine putting a beer on the couch cushion and then it's <laughs> spilling. It's like, of course it's going to spill. So it spills every time, right? Then me and uh, Becca do a podcast like a month ago where it's just me and her. She spills. <laughs> 
Okay. Like literally, and I don't think she's ever spilled, like probably like, maybe get, spilled once or twice on the podcast ever. She spills one if she's with me. Get to the point, Evan. Okay, what now, you- now we're going to the last thing here. Now on the last Chatty Bros episode, he doesn't just spill, but he flicks his shoe that goes five feet in the air, hits the table that has three drinks on it and a wine glass. Everything goes and the and the wine glass shatters. And I, can I tell you something? I, what I'd like to say here, I'd like to address everyone and say this. I wouldn't have it any other way. Thanks, babe. You know what? What I appreciate is Evan <laughs> like, didn't right even, now I'm looking. You know there's glass shards everywhere, beer and Evan, wine everywhere. Evan didn't move I didn't at even all move. to even handle the situation because <laughs> I like oh you listen to me, is, I should handle it. It's your house. I'm a guest. <laughs> The other, the only other blanket that's available has dog shit in it right now. So I've been first told. First of all, and no. I'm not giving up my polar bear fur. First of all, just to clean up some no, wine. No, 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 no. What did you call that blanket? Um, what did you call that blanket? Beer because blanket. It's, it, beer blanket. And now, why would it be called beer blanket? Um, I don't know. Evan. Yeah, it's because we've used that blanket to wipe up the beer spilled well, every time. The now, pink, when you have a blanket, blanket, when you have a blanket that's called designated. beer blanket. <laughs> <laughs> when a blanket has a name, that means it's earned it's a part look, of our life. If that blanket has feelings, being bequeathed the name like beer blanket should actually be a true honor beer for it. Beer blanket. You're not supposed to like your nicknames. What can I say? You know, Ooh, but you funny. earn them over time. Okay. But like, I also, dude, I bent that. I bent that like Beckham. That yeah, thing that was really cool. It was supposed to be about you know your youth being a state of mind, forever young, baby. Bob Dylan. Maybe it's just a me you thing. Just, maybe people spill around me. Maybe you maybe just make people absurdly nervous or just klutzy. Because I'm very cool. That's remember? like a you yeah. Said it that is true. <laughs> your superpower. Imagine that is such a lame superpower. <laughs> Everyone around me, just like when you enter a, a ten foot radius around me, every <laughs> everyone becomes extra clumsy. It might, you power, power, it might be a power move though, right? Imagine you're meeting with some billionaire and you're trying to impress them and they keep spilling on well, themselves. That, that's a good clumsy. way to be like, it is actually it's embarrassing for you. It's actually cool if the, if the circle is even short, like smaller, like if it's a five foot radius, so it has to be like intimate. So you're yeah. always like making eye contact with them as they just totally fuck up. Right. I feel like what it would be funny to think about the worst, the worst superpowers ever. <laughs> People always say some dumb shit like, oh, the worst superpower, like having a butthole where your elbow is. Oh, and right. It's like, that's right. not a that's not superpower, power, dude. Having a uh, superpower is like what we just talked about where everyone just spills uh, around you. Yeah. You're cast, it's a horrific you have way. That, and actually in D&D, that would be considered a passive attribute because you're not actively doing anything. Oh. It does it whether you're aware of it or not. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you can't control it. Because I will a say, thing. a passive attribute of people spilling around you would actually be a nightmare. Imagine being in a restaurant. Everyone's spilling constantly. It'd be horrific. It'd be horrific, You'd you guys. You'd have to go travel with so many napkins. The guilt of like, uh, sorry, it's actually my fault. And they'd be like, no, 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 it's not you. It's me. And you're like, no, no, actually, it, it is me. Uh, like, it's I have a gift that's also a curse. Right? You can't go. You're not allowed in the Olympics. I'll be a nightmare. Unless imagine actually, going to an arena no, and just you know everyone's what? spilling. You would be the most sought after. The mafia would own your life because, oh, because you yeah. would be a bets like you'd be a betting dream. They'd be like, "Oh my god, the heavyweight like the you know the champ is winning. The champ is winning." And then all of a sudden, you get like scooted by the champ's corner, 
and then all of a sudden the champ slips and the underdog oh. just like knocks out the sh you know just yeah knocks his true. lights out and then it's a huge upset and then the mafia wins again and again in the horse races you'd be a betting you'd be of a highly sought after asset interesting in the right circles banned <laughs> for many but in the right rooms you're in the right be a rooms. serious asset this is good um okay dead or alive dinner like anyone dead or alive in history who would you have dinner <laughs> I with? Just, would you prefer to would be you dead be rather for be dinner dead or, or alive alive or dinner <laughs> be like dinner with my family i'd rather be dead <laughs> oh my god I'd oh my god i just <laughs> <laughs> who would i mean here's the thing is i whenever i think back a on dinner like, by the way dinner yeah whenever i think back on like a dinner situation when it's like someone who's Two like hours really old and meal they're it, they're not gonna be very relatable well that's what i'm saying it doesn't have to be an ancient character okay. it doesn't have to be a new okay. character it could be anybody let me think i mean there's just so many people i've already had meals with um who would you who would you have dinner with you cute that was cute that was so cute. that was really cute um i think i'd want to have dinner with i'm gonna fuck you up right now you ready fuck me up baby my grandma and grandpa wow that was very sweet thanks She's, I never got to know my grandma. Oh, okay. So this is a this is not a rekindling. This is like a No, new... I never got to know her. And my grandfather, um, when he was living with us, died of Alzheimer's. So he was also not all there, right? Like past the uh like at Emperor's age. Mm. So it was like, you know, before you could me, really know what was going on always took me fishing taught me how to play golf taught me how to do all these things and then when i was at the age to like really engage with him like same thing with baseball he was just like it was fun but it's like he didn't actually know who we were mm. so it'd be nice to be like as an adult like have dinner yeah with them or my dad's dad i never knew if i could have multiple people it'd just be all the all like the immediate grandparents i never met Mm, you want to like connect with a family lineage almost mm -hmm. beautiful well i'd say maybe obi-wan i didn't know we could do fantasies well, no it's not fan it's a long time ago okay fair enough that is true they say that they do state that a long time ago far far away right they don't say it's fictional they don't say it's fictional no so maybe obi-wan um if obi-wan's not available i would say marcus aurelius Ooh. But we'd have to get a translator who's someone who knew like ancient mm -hmm. languages. Mm -hmm. um, He's actually, you can read a lot of Marcus Aurelius I've and stuff. Read his, a, I've read his books before. Yeah, but it would be interesting to talk to someone like that because clearly their wisdom is far more reaching than what they're writing. You know what I mean? So Do you imagine down. him like he is in Gladiator? <clears throat> you know, I would imagine meeting a extremely ancient person, like someone from like those times, would be v v very disappointing. You don't think because these they're probably extremely barbaric in I nature. Would, <laughs> it so would. They're like the other day when I slaughtered that person. I think it would be, be immensely. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> it would be so cool if you did have dinner with him and then you were like asked him and you were like, "Tell me your thoughts on Rome." And then he's like, "Rome. There was once a time when Rome was just 
you couldn't even whisper it. Yeah, whisper it. If he had, if you get that, speech. yeah, the act. If you get the actor version, that's when you're like, oh my god. You just be sitting at dinner, just correcting and be like, that's not what you're like. No, I saw the movie. I saw you. Do you put, know Russell Brand? I saw the movie. Is it Russell Brand? No, it's, it's an old old guy. No, Russell, no, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe. That's the main actor. Play, he doesn't Gladiator. play Marcus Aurelius. No, I'm saying Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and be like. That's not how I remember I saw you, you cast alongside Russell and you described <laughs> this Rome not, in this way. You also look very different. Yeah. I thought you were an older, very attractive gentleman. <laughs> no, in reality, it's like the people, people from like, you know, like this if you go 2000, guy who has ago, like haven't bathed. Yeah. It's, it's especially probably, the, the royal people were not. Yeah, that's true. A lot of like royalty. a lot of those paintings, like when they get their paintings done, it's like super un, not accurate powdered wigs and stuff there's mm-hmm. a whole history line and they would do like egg whites for makeup just cake they thought yeah bathing Ew, they a, thought bathing was so for never witches. mind never mind maybe i remember my in my like uh fifth grade teacher was explaining this of like that they would use egg whites to stretch their skin out so that it would get rid of wrinkles oh but because they didn't believe in bathing they would have like layers of this stuff on their skin like yeah. layers of just like powder <clears throat> yeah no one's like using astringents and like exfoliants no to get no the one stuff has out. A this is just serum. weeks of just stuff on oh. or if you do have a serum it's made from like a newt's asshole and they like <laughs> a newt's it's like asshole. here's, here's a, a dried newt and you know like yeah right like some really hyper specific like yeah. this is the testicle from a bull that was castrated on the third full moon of the year yeah, on the right. highest hill in the county and this is rubbed on your face and you're like oh great <laughs> like, this will this will clear up that rash you oh, have perfect yeah just rub this in that whatever that is it's been preyed on by the wizard of Next, the third oh, do you feel sick i think it's because you have bad blood in you let's cut your wrists open and drain out the bad oh my blood god get rid of the impure blood um okay you ready and i'll give you a haircut at the same time you know that's what the barber used to do what the barber was where you went to get your blood drained when you blood were sick. Bloodletting? Yeah. Wow. The barber did it. What we'll do here is we'll cut your hair, look, make you look nice and uh, nice me. on your journey. But in the meantime, let's let out some of that icky blood you let's have. Let's be honest. One of the main things to feeling good is looking good. <laughs> so while we heal you by draining your blood, we're going to give you a quick makeover. Dude, there's this guy on Instagram and he does impressions of people from olden ages. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like he, does this thing, he does this thing where he goes like a, 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 like a, like a 1320 doctor or like a 1420 doctor and he's just like oh this must be like he's like let's do a bit of surgery (laughs) (laughs) here's a shot of whiskey and two for me yeah yeah you've seen that guy he's like yeah a shot of whiskey and a shot for me (laughs) (laughs) and i remember in oh that's good one of the fantasy series i was reading they brought back like vampires yeah from like you know like older vampires from like the 13th century yeah and then they were just assholes no one liked them because mm. they like were just complaining about everything and they were from a time where like they were just like world ruling royalty right i gotta find and they, this everyone's guy. just like we hate these guys like the new the new modern vampires were not a fan of the uh of old the ones. old yeah, ones there was some there was tension they're not brought up to there's not brought up to the modern age which i loved i just i think dude those kinds of takes i think are so funny 
Because it's like it actually, it's it's real. You know, like if you if you were to bring back someone from the twelfth century, they'd probably suck because their worldview would just be like ludicrously off kilter. Broads, I am excited to talk to you about something that is so heartwarming <laughs> and so delicious. Listen, there is a very simple way to be the holiday hero this year, and it's by giving Mrs. Fields cookies to Aww. everyone on your nice list, okay? I mean, who wouldn't want a tin of delicious Mrs. Fields cookies? I don't know about you all, but I personally am never opposed never opposed to receiving Mrs. Fields as a gift like ever. And boy, do they make it easy for you during the holidays with their pre-packed holiday tins, boxes, and baskets too. Also, again, talk about heartwarming. I have so many beautiful memories of going into the mall with Evan when we're in high school and getting Mrs. Fields Mm. inside the mall. It's just, it brings back so many memories. But now, you don't have to go to the mall. You can get your deliciousness from Mrs. Fields online. And it is delicious. Again, a great gift. Nobody has clutter around the house when you give them the gift of cookies. Yes. Who's going to complain? And these like these, uh, the cute tins, they have little snowman mm-hmm. They're ones. They're adorable. Well, see, look, there's the perfect option for everyone on your list with the Mrs. Fields cookie assortments. So many flavor options too. They've got chocolate chip, Salted caramel, my favorite. Mm. Frosted options, brownie bites, so many more. My mouth is watering. I (laughs) want a Mrs. Fields cookie right now. There's something everyone will love, and each one comes wrapped up nice and festive, like Jess was talking about, and just immediately ready to give. All the things are just so cute. I love getting a few holiday tins for Ember's teachers, okay, and the coaches. And then also just to have some around the house for when I need, you know, a host gift. Let's be honest, when I'm craving something sweet myself, I tend to go through all those quite quickly. Um, I am a classic chocolate chip kind of girl myself, so I always make sure to keep a few of those on hand. And let me just say, if you're grabbing some tins as gifts, Grab one for yourself. Yes. You deserve it, okay? I'm about to order one right now, just talking about it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. oh my God, I'm I want some freaking Mrs. Quickly. Fields now. <laughs> right now, Mrs. Fields is giving the best deal available only to our podcast listeners. You get 25% off everything site-wide when you go to mrsfields.com slash chatty. That's right. Mrs. Fields is giving this exclusive deal only to podcast listeners. 25% off everything. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Right now at mrsfields.com slash chatty. 25% off at mrsfields.com slash chatty. mrsfields.com slash chatty. Mm-mm-mm. So broads, as a parent, I feel like I'm constantly on the hunt for things to keep my kiddo entertained, occupied, and learning all at the same time, which can be a challenge. And... <laughs> You know, you know what my hero is. A few years ago, we subscribed to KiwiCo, and not only am I obsessed with it, but my God, Ember is obsessed with KiwiCo herself. It is so fun. And again, a wonderful gift. You get to do a whole experience, learning, crafting, all rolled into one. Okay, so KiwiCo, if you don't know about it, it's a craft subscription subscription crate. It checks all all the boxes you need when it comes to looking for something to do with your little one. It's educational. It's exciting. Kids love it. And it's a hit with parents too. There are different crate categories for kids of all ages. I really mean all ages. You can find something for everyone at KiwiCo. And each month, the crates focus on one general theme. So one month, it might be about the science of magic. Mm -hmm. The next month, it might be focused on weather patterns or engineering arcade games. And then the crate has three to five craft projects 
projects that focus on breaking down and teaching that theme through those projects in ways that kids can really comprehend and understand in a hands-on way. And the cool part is that the projects are truly really geared towards the kids. So you can kind of let them take the lead and watch their confidence grow as they accomplish each each project and grasp new concepts. Plus, Everything you need to complete each project is included in the crate, so you won't have to spend even one minute looking for the scissors or the glue, and you can spend all that time learning, playing, and exploring with your little one. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo! Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash chattybroads. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash chattybroads. Next, one meal for the rest of your life. What is it? I just had this conversation the other night. I know exactly what it is. Okay, you go because I'm not ready. Club sandwich. Oh, wow. That's not what I was expecting. Club sandwich. I'll tell you why. That's turkey with bacon, right? Turkey, bacon, like lettuce, mayo. With the extra slice of bread. It's like the Big Mac of sandwiches. Here's the thing. Here's why I think the club sandwich is the perfect forever meal. You got bread. You got a little bit of greens. You got some sauce, like in in having um, uh, mayo, mustard, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got like some tomato, so you got some some um, vegetable. You have protein meat, and you have like a crunch to it. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's it but it's also true. not. It's also kind of mild. Like it's not very aggressive in flavor, so it's not spicy or anything like that. It kind of gives you. Every, you can pick it apart if you wanted to. You could be like, I'm just gonna eat the meat right now. I'm just gonna eat the bread right now. I think the club sandwich is, I'm a huge fan of the club sandwich, but the club sandwich to me is the perfect desert island food. Wow. Beat that. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I wasn't prepped. You had, that's unfair because mm. you already prepped it. No, I didn't prep it. I had this conversation a couple of nights I know, ago. but it made that's me what I'm think. saying. Yeah. Not like you prepped, the, you had prepared for it, but you had it on the tip. I of had our producers um, prep it for us. I didn't get that memo. Okay, what's what's next? Advice for challenging family during holidays. Alcohol. <laughs> That's exactly what I said in my mind. I said drink. Yeah. Just drink and get over it. Like, don't... Look, your family... When people talk about these narratives of, like, that your family is, like, you know, you have to be there, I don't necessarily know... Mm. I think it's a very nice sentiment and when it makes sense for sure, but like out of sight, out of mind, that's how I feel about just like problematic family members. I haven't talked to in a long time mm. and just out of sight, out of mind. Got it. Unless you're like my immediate. Yeah. What if it's immediate? Let's talk immediate. If it's immediate, then at like, you know, family events, I'm just like not the time unless it's like completely like you're just let's just say it's like bad vibes it's not like we need to talk about something but let's just say they're weird and they have like bad vibes or they make weird comments to your wife or they you know what I mean? who knows do you have kids like it's just a bad vibe do you, like are they, your kids there yeah i just running, take my kids around. i would just go and be with my kids somewhere else got it ultimate excuse just be like oh, that's yeah a good, that's a really good if you have kids that's a great advice i'm gonna go read books like with the kids in the other room just be like the kid because there always is one kind of caretaker of the kids dude i will go pass out with the kids mm. you're just a kid at heart and then I, and then you're just a good dad if what if they don't pass out what if they just go crazy well then they're like oh he really all your family's there and they're like oh he really apparently needed it you know yeah, like if you go in the other room to read and then they come in and you're just like 
So like, you'll pass out in the middle of Christmas? Becca knows this enough now where she gets like... She like comes in to check in on book time to see if I'm actually if you're awake actually just sleeping. Or if the yeah, or and the if kids I'm are actually, running around. If I'm actually doing things to the kids, there's times where they're literally just jumping on me, and I'm just you're like out. trying to sleep. I'm just like I don't even care. <laughs> just whatever your mom Use thinks. Use me that we're as reading the books jungle gym. And you guys are just we're just playing. They'll do stuff where they're like pile pillows as many pillows as they can on my face and like my body, and bury me, and then leave the room, and then I'll just stay there. I'll just stay under the pillow. Play, play a game games. like how about I'll play the sleeping and game. Becca will come in and be like, she'll be like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I'll be like, "Oh, like we were the kids buried me." I was playing the sleeping game. Like I didn't know where they were. I thought we were still playing. It's like it's been two hours. The sleeping game is brilliant. Do you like that? I do like that. You like the sleeping game? I'm gonna play the sleeping game. I'll see you in two hours. How long did that work for with Ember? It never worked. It never worked. The sleeping Dude, game to this day. You want to hear something funny? Hmm. So she just started sleeping with us in our bed every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to do this for seven years. She never would do this. So we're back. We're going backwards. Yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> I was really right. confused by that. So she never wanted to sleep in our bed with us and have that like cuddly time. Like I remember being three years old. I'd walk into her bedroom and she'd be like, get out. I want my own space. So I always, <laughs> we're always been trying like a fun <laughs> thing that would be so fun. Just recently, she's kind of down. For the first time ever, she's like, I'm like, you want to sleep in our bed tonight? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. Get in bed with her. Fall asleep. About an hour goes by. She goes, hey. Stop. My head like this. <laughs> right? Right on my head. And I, oh, but what? She goes, I'm sleeping so good. <laughs> Imagine being woken up to be told how good someone's sleeping. <laughs> All I'm going to say is Becca and I are both the last people you want to wake up in the uh, middle of the night. She and not doesn't tap on my shoulder, my head. Both Becca and I are vicious if you wake us up and in the middle go, of the night. And then later on, a couple hours go by. Stop. Right on my head like this. What? Are you sleeping? Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> no, that's so funny though, because she's really sweet. And then she'll go like this: Can we can we hold hands and face each other when we sleep? And you'd be like, yeah. So it's really sweet, but it's like, like it a, is funny because she does. I don't think she really grasps the concept of sleep. I think she thinks sleep is when you're tired and, and you just close, close your, your eyes. eyes. Yeah, because because sometimes. Because she'll do the same thing. I'll put her down for bed, and all of a sudden I'll hear her call like one minute later. It's a good nap. No, no, no. One minute later. And I'll come in and go, what's up, Em? And she goes, I was sleeping so good. I was like, what? <laughs> I know for a fact you hadn't even fallen asleep. asleep. Like, yeah. You just closed your eyes and felt comfy, and that's what sleep is? A power nap. She's just like, uh, 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 oh. She's just like, oh, this is comfy in here. Dad? and i'll come in and she go everything's fine sleeping so good everything's so good why'd you call me tap you on the forehead um okay couple more number one marriage tip pick your battles pick your battles 
I like that. Pick your battles. Pick your hills to die on. Don't like there's so many things where you're just like, it's so not worth it at the end of the day. But at the same time, um, especially like in the marriage, like a roommate situation, you have to speak up about the little things and not brush them off to the side. Mm. Because that's like when you don't, you don't want to build resentment with your partner over things that are like, that are so avoidable. Or if you just voice your opinion, because it's like a roommate where it's like, if you don't, you don't know what's in someone's head until they tell you. So if someone's doing something that bothers you, but you just keep giving them like a look that you think they should be picking up, but they're not, then it's like, that's on you. They don't know any better because you haven't told them. So there's like a thing then where it's like, you know, you got to, it's sort of a, it's a double blade that I'm presenting because it's like, you got to pick your battles. You don't want to get in a big argument over everything, but I find a, a very good solution to avoiding like very big arguments is to have the small ones over the little things of just like, you know, it's not like a battle. I think people think about arguments as like solely negative when really it's like, they're supposed to be constructive. Mm. In a way of like, hey, I don't appreciate you taking a shower and just throwing your wet towel on the floor. Right. And then when I go in there to use the bathroom, the first thing I do is step on your wet towel. And like, I don't want to do that. Mm. You know, or like a simple thing is like, hey, after you take a shower, like I, I, this aren't things that bother me. I'm just trying to think of like little etiquette things of like the how you orient like, you know, the toothpaste or toothbrush or right opening the window to let the steam out of the bathroom after you take a shower. Because unless you're the person showering, no one wants to walk into a bathroom filled with shower steam. Like someone else's shower steam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like... Yeah, someone else's. That's The considerations for your partner in that way. And the truth is, is when you say that stuff, everyone gets defensive. Everyone gets defensive. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just shower steam. When it's like, no, 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 it bothers me. We live together. Jeez. Becca, for instance, doesn't want me to... I I don't care if the door is open while I'm showering or the oh, window. Interesting. Becca wants the door closed and the windows shut so the entire room fills with steam so that when she exits the shower, there isn't like the transference of being so... Oh, freezing. Exactly. And you prefer no steam in the room. I leave the towel within arm's reach and I sho- I dry off in the shower. But you want? Uh, I don't give a shit. I don't care if there's, there's steam clearly in the been or... a discussion about steam. So yeah, no, no, no. So if I come into the bathroom and it's steamy and wet, if I come into the bathroom and it's gross. steamy and wet, and I leave the door open and let the steam out, Becca gets pissed off at me because she doesn't want. She wants all the steam in there. <clears throat> oh, because she showers directly after you. No, it's just like I'm saying, if she's showering, so our bathroom setup might be different than your guys's. We have one main bathroom. So if she's in the right. shower and I have to use the bathroom, I'm coming in the bathroom. I see. So if but I you're leaving the yeah, door sorry. open while you pee. I, okay, or, this is making a lot more sense. Let's clip. Let's, let's so start over. Sorry, so sorry. So, or if I leave while the bathroom. she's showering, and you use the restroom, this is what we're talking yes. about. Yes, I was so confused. Or if confused. I come in okay. for any reason, like to get a hairbrush for Ruth, or it's, I'm it's looking keep for the cube cubed. Keep yes. the yes. the uh, the pressure contained yes but when you open up the door and brush your teeth you let out all my steam now i've lost my incubation okay last one favorite app together do you have one 
trying to think it's so hard oh gosh our favorite episode together i mean one of them when we talked on the co-ed thing was when we did the blind tasting stuff just because that was was so funny amazing but i loved the episodes where we were dressing up like when we were just having random things to dress up weird you're saying this is every single thing you've said i feel the same way those were such bangers like when we did that when i did the dress when we did the dresses and i surprised you with the dress (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like that was an epic, dude. Those were really fun. I also have to say, I really liked the early on for a personal level. I really liked doing the early plug somethings. Those were great as a segment, just because it was like it was me and you were sometimes like, what the hell are we going to talk about? Right. So the people just provided it for us, and then we got the feeling of like this is great because we're giving them a platform. Yeah. But also like that always felt good. It always felt like both me and you were on the same page of like we would say like, Hey, we're going to give you our real reaction, but also like both me and you are really sensitive to like, cause we create stuff yeah, and we go through that anxiety of like putting something into the world yeah, of like, I always loved the fact that we got to support people who were doing that stuff in that way. It was really cool to like be funny with it, mm-hmm. but then also like promote people's businesses and be like, Hey, like, and, and it, here's something that was really cool to me that I wasn't expecting, which was, awesome 95 percent awesome shit yeah i think that was was shocking to me i thought we were gonna get a lot of just like random shit like we were gonna have to kind of like act you guys were amazing like 95 of the stuff we got sent was like wait someone owns this amazing company that does what this is so cool what is this i've never even seen this before like custom this custom that like one of one i was like what is it was so fun the box of candy just a huge box of candy. <laughs> you remember that? We opened it up and it was just... And the whole episode we've been talking about, like how we wanted candy. We were like craving stuff. And we opened up this box and it was literally like a 10 pound box of candy. Right. Full blown custom soaps. Yeah. Made I was out just of, like, thinking about those. The triangular soaps. Like gorgeous, like colored combinations with like unbelievable, like handmade vegan. Right? Just like, who are these and people, loved, dude? And then I loved the notes where like, they spend their time like when they're doing like the monotonous like boxing up orders or like oh she just cut out all her soaps and now she's got to put the cardboard wrap on all of them she was listening to our podcast when she did that which i love is like i listen to podcasts when i do housework or do like stuff like that you know i think that's what means so much about like me and gray's journey in this is like i think sometimes we get in these modes where we're just like we're just doing our thing and we're laughing and, and i think that's like it's funny to think about like you guys don't realize, like, we just come in here and we just, like, fuck off. Yeah, like, we just have a good time joking full, around. Full disclosure, I don't think Evan and I have ever prepared for more than, like, a single text message to each other before an episode. Right. And and <laughs> it, full disclosure, I, I do, sometimes I do some, th- I bring some things in, you know, and I set us up a little bit. But yeah, like, you'll do questions I'll, I'll, on. I'll, yeah, I'll bring out some things and, like, I'll, I'll build out some structures. But, like, I think what's beautiful about like our relationship and what we've done is like that there's been times actually where I tried to prep more and I felt like (laughs) it it was like, didn't work well. And I was like, Oh, we're fucking up the dynamic here. Like our dynamic is bros. Like the, the more perfect name could not be assigned to us, which is just two guys hanging out, making it up as we go, being dumb, having fun. What would happen most often when we tried to prep was like, we're going to call each other to talk about what we're going to talk about from like the bachelor episode. 
And it's a 45 minute to an hour drive at the time that we record from my right. house to Evans. More often than not, if we called to do that, we would just shoot the shit for the entire drive until I got to Evan's house and then come inside and have done absolutely no prep for the episode and then just wing it from already talking to each other for an hour. And we knew, <clears throat> we'd even say to ourselves, we knew that like, don't ruin it for the pod. Yeah. Because it'd be like, hey, we're starting to talk about something really funny and like, let's, let's just, just not start ruin it because yeah. like, we know that like just left to our own devices, we'll just start saying some <laughs> insane, stupid we're shit. Just, really. There is never any need for it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like, Granted, and I'm, I appreciate all of the work that you put in. Oh, it, those I, I appreciate that. But like, it was more, yeah. But like, I think I'm grateful for the fact that we were able to be ourselves and that like we were accepted for it. I appreciate being accepted immensely. You know what I mean? I think that's what's so beautiful about this. And and I think it's just like, I'm sure Jess and Becca feel the exact same way, which is just like being yourself and then having people identify with it is such a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like you're feeling validated for like, hey, you're a relatable person that like, we're all the same here and we're all talking about the same shit. We're all just having fun together and like, you know, you're enough as you are. And I think that honestly, honestly, I think the message of the bros is like, you're enough as you are. Cause, Absolutely. Cause we are, un, we were unrefined. You know what I mean? Like just winging it, having a good time. And the fact that some people were able to kind of find themselves in that or identify themselves in that is like a really cool thing. Cause I find to, I tend to find with other podcasts that I really love are the ones that are really genuine. Also the whole thing started from me and Evan basically having access to a predominantly female audience and us not being female Right. Just being able to field like relationship <laughs> questions from our perspective and right. then having that end up be like received in a way that was like, we, we weren't just making ourselves look like dumb assholes a hundred percent of the yeah. time. People were like picking up what we were putting out there and like being like super into it and asking real questions. And yeah. that was like, I loved, I, I really loved those segments when we were getting like really specific personal relationship yeah. advice questions. Right. And giving people the, I also liked when we did the zooms. I really liked zooming with the <laughs> A couple bots. of those. Yeah, those were <laughs> epic. I think, I think, I think the way to end this thing, at least for me, and I'm, I feel like we're on that where we, you know, we keep saying we keep ending on the same page because we keep talking about oh, this. We get dude. Like, is that we cared as much as we were unrefined and as much as we were loose cannons and just crazy guys, like, or exhausted or, or coming, tired or, or coming off of Evan and raising kids and you know owning businesses and all this stuff the one thing i want to say is that we cared about this and we cared about the broads and like we we truly felt and like were very aware of what started as just Jess and Becca's you know family basically and feeling accepted by that and then the ability to be accepted by that and then find our own place in it and then 
and be able to kind of like jump off and find our own lane and have fun with you guys. Like we just had so much fun feeling accepted and feeling like we didn't have to be anything we weren't. We just were able to be completely ourselves and be stupid and fun and brash and weird and just knowing that like anything else wouldn't have been acceptable. I think that was, I don't know. I feel like that's the bros brand was just that. It was, I was trying to think back on like, there was a relationship advice where we gave people that was like, it's their loss or like along the, like the sentiment of like people, unless they're like immediate acquaintances of yours, people's faults in you are their problem. Like, just, we were, just ignorant that was like, that, that was like yeah. the type of stuff we were doing well because it was like when if, when someone's listening it's like i feel connected to you and if someone's coming in and they're like oh my ex this my ex that basically just being like you're just not being respected in the situation I, that would just like personally hype me up to where yeah. it's just be like no my advice is gonna be like go hard in the paint for yourself yeah because you need to be you need to be advocating for yourself a little more right yeah, now totally I think like people, it feels like a selfish thing, but really like self-compassion and like self-advocacy is a really hard skill to learn because I feel like we're always told not to put ourselves first. But like, if you don't ever do it, then like, you know, like it's like there's balance. You have to be balanced in totally. all of these things. But it's very important to be a start recognizing the times in which you need to put your foot down for yourself. Agreed. And put your boundaries in place. Take care of yourself out there, mm -hmm. kids. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's not. I can't believe it's. A, it doesn't feel like it's. A, when it's going to feel like the last episode is next week. When you don't come over. When I don't come over to record. Yeah. And I don't have to watch the bat. And I'm like not. You know, like yeah. we don't have a thing. But that's when me and you are going to start booking golf together all the time. We will. By the way, a couple. I got a couple of messages. Are you still going to hang out with Gray afterwards? Or are you guys just not friends at all? I'm like, no, we're definitely lifelong friends. We're going to be going golfing together. No, we're going to be hanging out. Now we can hang out outside of work. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, when you yeah, yeah, that, we, like, we barely because we're so busy and life's so crazy that like even we never get to hang out outside of work. But definitely now we're going to get to. Mm -hmm. um, you mind if I plug the new pod? Uh, 100%. Okay. If you weren't, I was going to. Okay, cool. So I want to quickly talk about... Uh, this next the next phase mm -hmm. which is crazy the transition so, and i'm grateful for the bros i'm grateful for the broads because i feel like it's refined um you know my skill as a podcaster and my ability to like talk on camera and also just kind of like be open and be honest and like share my feelings and share my true self that like the fact that this is going to evolve into me and my wife me and jess as beloved as she is to you guys like the fact that we're going to be able to connect on this new level and share with you guys kind of this new next journey and this new process. Like I'm really excited for, um, I'm excited for just the ability to try new things and experiment and also bring a new energy, which is like me and Jess and that marriage thing. And like all the elements that come with that. Um, the name of the pod, you know, the name of the podcast is it mom, is it mom and dad? your mom and dad. Oh, I love the, your. because people were always saying stuff like mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and dad. And I was just like, we, we felt like so connected to that. And so connected to the broads in that way that like, it felt like nothing else should be like, it, sh it had to be your mom and dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just felt like such a title. So we're dropping the first episode, the first week of January, kind of right after like new year the holidays, new year for everything's fresh. We're super excited. And another note that I think is really important is that 
all the broads don't have to go anywhere. Like you guys can stay right here. We're going to be transitioning the chatty broads um, channel into your mom and dad channel. And um, that'll be kind of nice so that you guys won't have to find us and find a new home and kind of go researching, figure it out. It's going to all going to be right here at home. So you guys can just stay tuned. We'll be doing a lot of updates through December mm-hmm. um, about what we're going to be doing, gas spots, you know, uh, kind of new creative takes. We'll be taking on things, um, answering questions. So definitely stay tuned through December because we will be kind of addressing a lot of questions and a lot of like fun things. So now, there's been a lot of questions about whether or not Becca and I will ever be guests. You guys are absolutely blacklisted and Mm, if you ever come near my house again i will have security usher you off the property okay because it is sprawling that's true and you do have a pretty big security team i do have five to seven security guards Mm -hmm. at all times Mm -hmm. so do not Mm -hmm. come near my house okay unless we're golfing unless you're picking me up for golf do well, not look, come near I was my really, house. <laughs> do not. <laughs> do not come near my house. I was really hoping you saying that I could be a guest so that I could say something at the end of this episode. Okay. Did you get the PR person that I sent you? They said that. I think so. You can't be allowed near my house, actually. Or did you not get the Well, we I can, can zoom. We oh, can zoom in. I okay. can zoom in. I don't like have a, to come near okay. if you're okay with that. Yeah, okay. All right. So let's, I know, okay. like, I know Jess doesn't want me back in the house once right. the episode ends. So, like, you know, I can respect that. Yeah, the district. But yeah. <laughs> me and you can zoom, or we okay, can yeah, yeah. we can record off site. Okay, and we'll cut this back in. Yeah, yeah, and we okay. can just green screen this behind us. Okay, so what were you gonna say? You were gonna say you have you having you on the pod? Are we ending? Oh yeah. So if I can, if I can be, a, will I be a guest on the pod? Listen, everything can be negotiated. Oh, so the so, door the door's not closed. The door's not closed, but the door's not open. So we if, don't have a date set yet. But like but, listen, you know, I'm sure that there is um checks that can be made. You know what I mean? Written out. Like check in with each other. No, so like, like I would no, pay like you check, to have well, me come exactly. on the episode. So okay, that's we'll seems talk fair. about those things. Yeah. That yeah, seems yeah. fair. So, like, let's say, so let's say for example, if you were to write the right biggest check, you know. A donation to your trust. To my <laughs> not not a charity to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that seems reasonable. Right. Um, so yeah, if you write the if you write a big enough check, we'll kind of see what can happen. Or, no, I'm kidding you. I love you, dude. Forever, we're brothers for life. Um, whenever I mean, you this, need, whenever you don't have a plan and you need, yeah, you need the energy, the, bat, the gray just, signal, yeah, send it the out. gray signal. Uh, but anyway, so that's what's happening. January first week of January, your mom and dad podcast. Me and Jess are pumped. Um, we're just happy to be a part of this family and we're ready for the family to come with us. It's going to be a sick journey. So that's that. Um, dude, I love you. I love you too. This is crazy. What a journey. I wouldn't have all the fla- wished it with anybody else. I wish we had like a flashback reel we could like, play just before this segment where it goes friend. through like the very first episode we did together to like, you know, the all the things that made us each laugh throughout the years to then if only we had a team of producers that could put some montage together. getting our final rap well i appreciate you i appreciate this journey we've had together it's Uh, it's meant a lot and i have grown a lot as a person and i'm grateful for you i'm grateful love you you. dude love you too um 
I do feel like people have been waiting for the last two years to hear you say two words that I say every episode and you always have this weird thing. You never have said chat soon. So can you just sign us off? The final chatty bros episode of all time. You heard it out of Evan's mouth. I'm not going away forever. Just not going to be with you every week anymore. Exactly. So I guess it's fair for me to say it. Chat. Chat.